0: and welcome back to the interview series. Today I have with me Allie Ernest, author of Cities of Smoke and Starlight, the first book in her new science fantasy series. Hello and thank you for being here. Please tell my listeners a little bit about you and your book.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Allie Ernest, like she said. Um, I write science fiction and fantasy and in my debut that is coming out May 4th, I decided to combine those two into science fantasy I thought it was space fantasy, but apparently there is a term called science fantasy where you combine them. I had no clue, and so my book is basically um, Dune and Pride and Prejudice and Rogue One with a romantic subplot, all mashed into one, essentially. So, I love it. It has steampunk vibes. It has Star Wars vibes. I just, it was so much fun to write, and I, I just wrote it and it just came out, and here we are, four years later. So. Wow, Uh, that sounds so good. I can't wait for it to
0: finally land on my Kindle. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. So tell us, how did you get into writing?
1: Honestly, I always loved writing. I remember specifically in school, like I was in like second grade or something, and we had to write a story about whatever we wanted. And so that was probably a really bad idea on the teacher's part, to be honest, because I was like, yes, I can write whatever I want. This is awesome. And of course, I ripped off, I don't know if you've heard of the book or the movie Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs. Yes. Or like Food Falls from the Sky. I thought that was fascinating. So I rewrote, I called it Pizza Land and Pizza Fell from the Sky and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. So ever since then, like I really just wanted to write. I loved reading. And so I knew that I'd wanted to write. Now, I haven't written any novels until like, or didn't write any novels till like college but I wrote fan fiction. I wrote short stories. I would start novels and I would stop them after about three chapters. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of always been there, but I would say maybe since second grade. (laughs) I started liking it. (laughs) So you're currently a full-time
0: mom. So how do you balance parenting and writing?
1: (laughs) Great question, great question. (laughs) Um, Some days I don't balance it, Uh, some days I do. Like yesterday was a very good day. For some reason, we decided to like take naps and do well with that. And so I got to do things during his naps. I also have chores to do around the house. I have to balance that and him and writing and reading. And it's just, it's it's been a lot, it's been a learning curve but I'm getting into a groove finally. Yeah. some days it's putting him in the carrier and typing on the computer and some days it works for five minutes some days it works for an hour so just depends stealing <laughs> pockets of time well. yeah yes just stealing pockets of <laughs> time wherever you can <laughs> sometimes you're making dinner and you're like you watch you watch him and then I will type while I'm you know mixing the brownies or whatever <laughs> yeah so who is your favorite character
0: from cities of smoke and starlight like choosing a favorite child I know it's like a cliche
1: thing to say but it it totally is and I mean I have my answer but then I feel bad cheating on my other characters like I love Case Case is my favorite he is very prickly he is very he's just he's an emo Mr. Darcy essentially and that's kind of where his inspiration came from and I I love Mr. Darcy so it makes sense and so I love him and I love the journey he takes in Cities of Smoke and Starlight it's just Mm -hmm. It just it just hits me in the feels and yeah I just I love him so much. But the other characters Jove and Hallie who have other points of views they are parts of me have been in to them. So like I love them as well, but I think Case probably takes the cake and in the favorite category, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So no,
0: don't apologize. I had to answer this question yesterday and I was
1: like. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no. And you've written <laughs> more books than I have. So yeah, a lot more. Well, <laughs>
0: I mean, um, we were only specifically talking about one book, which made it a lot easier. Okay. 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 Yeah.
1: <laughs> it makes it a little bit easier. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into the nitty gritty about writing. So first question, what is your typical writing routine? And do you plot or do you write by the seat of your pants? I'm definitely
1: a planter. Um, I want to be a plotter. So I think I get like some gold stars or something. Yeah. But every time I try to plot it ends up just and like, well, I've already read the story, so why would I try to do anything with it? It's kind of what my brain thinks. So I usually, for the writing itself, have a couple key points. Um, Cities of Smoke and Starlight was originally based on the Odyssey as well, and so I literally brainstormed things that happened in the Odyssey, and then tried to think of things that could happen in my book that kind of corresponded with it. And so I kind of had a, bullet point list of where I wanted to hit. So I kind of plotted, but as I wrote. I mean that basically went out the window and so like I have an ending in mind usually and I have a few plot points when I do that so it works writing routine it's more like I need coffee and I can write anywhere sometimes <laughs> I, I mostly have to have music so I don't really have a set routine but that's kind of what my vibe is I'm not a very type a person I'm very type b and so uh, my process and my routine is just kind of like eh, whatever fits at the moment I guess
0: yeah yeah that's pretty interesting that you mentioned music so you do you listen to music or- during every single session not every single one
1: usually I do just because it helps me you know get ready to write but I don't have to have it yeah so I'm the same sometimes I'm like
0: yes music has helped me write a thousand words and other times I'm like I'm just vibing to the music and not actually doing any work (laughs) I've gotten three
1: words yes is awesome
0: (laughs) and boring question what tools and software do you use
1: uh I use Microsoft Word mainly I love Word I was trained on Word when I was a teacher and so like I know the ins and outs of it and I love it but I did write my first two novels using Scrivener and so I like Scrivener but for some reason whenever I pull Scrivener up like my brain just freezes and I have yeah. to move to Microsoft Word anyway so I don't know what happened the first two novels I wrote I was able to do it but then something just in my head just I can't do it anymore. yeah
0: I'm trying to use Scrivener at the moment to do um a standalone and I'm just like I don't understand what to do with all of these buttons and all of these sections. I and I just... watched all
1: the tutorials too, thinking, yeah. oh, this will help me. And like, I've learned a lot and it's so awesome because you have all the stuff in one place. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like overwhelming for me or something. I don't know. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so
0: what has been the most exciting part about bringing Cities of Smoke and Starlight to life so far?
1: Honestly, like, my cover I really enjoyed seeing my characters actually come to life because I I have like a Pinterest board devoted to all this of Mm -hmm. course and I have like what but for some reason my mind whenever I try to picture my characters I can't like I know oh they have brown hair or red hair or you know whatever but when I actually picture I can't I can't because I'm like well it's Han Solo mixed with Hook and so like I can't imagine what that looks like together and so my cover designer brought those to life and it was just so cool to see like oh that's I guess that's what I was imagining I'm okay with that <laughs> um that and just like getting to actually publish and just have people read it who aren't like you just rando people on the internet who saw my cover were like I'm gonna reorder that and they're gonna read it and they don't even know me have no connection to me that's just a really cool feeling as well yeah and how did it feel to hold your book in your hand for the first time Okay. So I feel bad. I mean, it was cool. Like, it was like, oh, cool. I have my book, but it was like, oh, why would I not have my book in my hand? <laughs> like, yeah, I, like I opened it and I was like, I mean, this is awesome. I love it. But I'm like, <laughs> obviously this is going to happen. So it's kind of anti-climatic a little bit. But like it was also exciting, but I was like, yeah. I didn't care. It didn't bother me that it was like, eh, it's another day, another book, you know, mailed to me that I created. <laughs>
0: fair enough um have you made any mistakes uh, on the road to publishing and
1: how did you learn from them <laughs> so many <laughs> um like I, as i mentioned earlier i definitely am a type b person and so i tend to learn better when i just do things so that's what that's what i've done so i don't really plan a lot of things out which hinders me in a lot of different ways and so like i, I was trying to get the pre-orders ready for example and i didn't realize that when you upload Tingham Spark, it takes a little bit of, it's, it's a process, we'll put it that way. And I didn't mm-hmm. realize there was a process. And I should have researched it better. So I didn't get the paperback pre-orders up in time. Um, at the same time, I did the ebook pre-orders and going through Amazon for those. And so it's learning those type things. I feel like, yes, they were mistakes. And yes, I should have researched to prevent those, but also I'm learning. And so now I know next time hey, make sure you have everything together before you upload here. It would, it just would help. So like, I feel like I'm learning a lot. And I don't really, I guess it doesn't bother me that I made a mistake. It's just like, well, next time I won't do that. No, it's I love that. Of the bigger ones. So yeah,
0: no, that's a really, that's a really like positive take to have on when you do make a mistake to just be like, oh yeah, well, I did it. Let's learn <laughs> from it. And we won't do that next time. <laughs> exactly. Like I can't do, I can't change
1: it now. It's, it just, it happened. <laughs>
0: love that um are you able to tell us what you are working on at the moment yeah I'm actually working on book two so
1: oh. <laughs> yeah I actually had the first draft of book two written and it's it's a fast draft it's ugly it's really messy and I need to do draft two I have a bunch to fix up so I'm slowly and surely working on that when I can that's what I've been working on this week, at least. so
0: nice nice and do you do are
1: you a overwriter or an underwriter I'm an overwriter, uh, <sighs> yeah, big time. I, my first book was a very underwritten, it was under 50K and it was a full adult novel fantasy. And so like, but then ever since that first one, I, it, something clicked and I wrote 150K for the next one. The next wow. one was like 120K. So I'm like, it's great, I, I have the words now, but I have to cut a ton of it because a lot of it's just garbage. So, well, it's, kind of it's a, not yeah. garbage.
0: You could always use it for like bonuses and stuff. Oh, that's a good point. You know, I never thought of that. That's a
1: great point. Deleted scenes. Oh. People love that. You no, know, it's a good thing I came on this interview today <laughs> because I have so much content clearly on that I can use for bonus stuff. Yes uh um what so you mentioned
0: that it was kind of like a mashup of quite a few things but mm-hmm. where do your ideas come from do you search pinterest do you, they just pop into your head are you doing mundane things like having a shower and
1: then you think oh light bulb moment <laughs> a lot of times that yeah um no, it, <laughs> honestly each of my stories idea, story ideas have come from very different places cities of smoke and starlight came from i wanted to write a space opera type book because i love star wars and I was using the snowflake method. I was literally just like coming up with something to put as like the first thing, the snowflake method, which was like, I think it was like, write a sentence about your story. What happens Mm -hmm. to your story or something like that? So like, ah, I like Star Wars. Let's do this. So that's kind of what I did. And it kind of evolved. And I take a lot of different ideas from all my other stories. ideas. So like the Victorian steampunk ness of cities of smoke starlight came from one of my other story ideas i brought that in because i knew that would ground my world and oh, wow. i used different things my husband came up with a theory he's like you know what if god only told us our origin story and what if there are other planets out there that are millions and millions of light years away that we don't know about who have their own origin story and so that's kind of where cities of smoke of starlight came from from him and I, I, there's a pinterest pin where i got my characters from um i do have character and idea boards on pinterest where i if i'm like stuck on something i flip through those to see if i get any ideas but it's just anywhere and everywhere it just kind of comes to me sometimes it'll be a music one of my um, work in progress is they came from or it came from a bastille song i love bastille they're my favorite yes, band love and them. Oh, so good but <laughs> that one of their like one of the lines in bad decisions the song it was like london's burning and I was like, "What if a city was on fire? And what if a dragon caught it on fire?" And it was just like a spiral <laughs> into like this thing. And I was like, "Oh, that's so e- you know epic!" And you know, now I'm working on that story as well. And so it's just you know, it, it's fun, and it's I love getting ideas wherever. Sometimes I'm in the shower. Sometimes I'm about to fall asleep at night. Sometimes I'm scrolling Pinterest. Sometimes mm. I'm trying to f- think of a story, and I write the first thing that comes to my mind, which is what Cities and Smoke and Starlight started at. So.
0: Nice. And you mentioned your husband. Does he help you with quite a lot
1: of the book stuff or is he just kind Um, of a supporter on the side? He's a supporter on the side. Jason doesn't read. Um, He hates books. He hates reading. But he likes playing video games and fantasy stuff. So he's really good to bounce ideas off of just because Mm -hmm. he doesn't... He's not emotionally invested in my story like I am. And so he will be honest with me. We're like, hey, what? He's like, I don't think that's going to work. What if you do this instead? So it's helpful. So he's a really good supporter. I really appreciate that. But he will probably never read my book. (laughs) He doesn't (laughs) want to.
0: (laughs) Fair, fair. Um, And well, this is almost the end. So I've got two last questions for you. The first one being, what advice would you give to anyone who's looking to get into writing? just start like
1: just start I know that's kind of basic and kind of it's not tangible (laughs) at all but if you just start and then you finish I think those are the key things you need to do just because I remember watching a YouTube video when I was first trying to write my first book and actually finish it and they said your first book will be terrible it will be awful you might think it is not terrible but it probably will be just finish it even if you have to set something on fire, if you have to introduce a new character when you get stuck, or if you have to change sceneries or whatever you have to do, it might not make any sense. And that's okay, but it'll get your brain jogging because the key is finishing the book. And once I did that, once I finished that first book, I know I can finish. It's like a a light switch just flipped in my mind. I'm like, oh, now I can finish books. And I've finished four since then. So it's like, it's really cool. And you have to get there though. And that's not an easy task, but my first book is a dumpster fire. It was 49,000 words and I randomly added characters and set things on fire, literally to finish that book. So, but I did it and that one's in a drawer and I'm never touching it again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes you need to have a book that you just practice with before you write the book you're going to publish.
1: Like, it killed me to, like, say that was my practice book. But when I tried to go back and edit it, I was like, I'd have to rewrite the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's so bad. Do you think you'll ever rewrite the whole thing? I kind of want to, because I love the world and I loved the characters. So I'm like, I'll just rewrite it, you know, when I, you know, have time. Yes. So maybe. Once you get through all of the other things that you're probably working on. (laughs) Yeah. I have so many ideas.
0: So many (laughs) things I'm working on. Perfect. So where the last question is, where can our
1: listeners find you? Yeah, um, Instagram, you can find me at Allie Ernest writes, there's little underscores in between each word. So A-L-L-I underscore E-A-R-N-E-S-T underscore and then writes like I'm writing. Um, And then on YouTube, um, my name is Allie Ernest, A-L-L-I. It's weird spelling, I know but you will probably find me if you spell my name correctly. So it's okay. I'll probably, probably link in the, only one the description. <laughs> yes. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Those are the main places I am most active on. So you can find me there. Perfect.
0: Well, thank you again for coming on the podcast. It's been amazing to have you. And I hope our listeners thank enjoyed you. learning a bit about your book and about you. And everyone should go and buy it because by the time that they listen to this, it will be out in the world. Woohoo! So excited. Thank you so much for having me on. It was so fun. You are welcome. So let me just stop recording.